0: Here I am, motherfuckers. Thought I was gone, huh? Oh, y'all just gonna take my shit and run with it, huh? Oh, I gotta get you. I got to get you. My adrenaline's still pumping. Kamikaze style. I, like I feel like. I feel like. I feel like. Standing in the midst of, meters, of C4, a hundred thousand haters. Dynamite and 4 start to run away. Bloody tears in my eyes. Hit the switch, making sure every motherfucker in the vicinity, blow away fucking die. Kill them off with an explosion. Get up, bitches. Kamikaze on you, hoes. I'm the sacrificial man. Feeling filthy, flow out of every follicle in my body while you decompose. That one Oh, people, it's relentless, baby. Just like today's chin check That's right It's Monday and we're doing it right people No UFC But it's all good We had LFA on a Friday Then Glory kickboxing On a Saturday So um Yo we got stuff to talk about Trust me people So sit back Cause we about to explode On this mark Right? Let's go! Well, hot damn! LFA 78! Yo, they brought it today, man. They really did. Now, another thing I say about this, you know, card tonight. I mean, what, this is the second event? That we've had, um, you know, Alan Joban and Laura Sanko on the uh, commentary team, and uh, yeah, this is a great unit. Yeah, you know I mean, they, they the chemistry is, yo, it's definitely on point, definitely on point. You know, what I mean, could definitely hear more of this. So, um, the main card that went out on um, Fight Pass. Uh we had seven fights and (laughs) yo, this was fire. This was straight up fire. Yo, out of those seven fights, we got um what five finishes? (laughs) You know what I mean? Five goddamn finishes, people. This was uh yeah, this was legit. You know, it it was like yo, everyone saw what went down in those free fight island cards, and we're like, yo, we need to show and prove, right? We need to let motherfuckers know that um we can be on that show too, that we're at that level, and yo, we saw that. <laughs> I mean, we we saw a lot of fighters that state their claim. And it really wouldn't surprise me if they got a call before their next shots. You know what I mean? Before their next shots in the LFA. Yo, some of those performances were that good. So um, let's get everything cracking. Right? So our first um fight of the night. It was a um, gosh a light heavyweight clash. We had Ashley Thomas against Zach Pork. So with this one, both fighters are one and O oh coming in. So um, you know what I mean. They're both new, but someone's O oh is gonna go, right? And um, I think straight away right, Thomas looked a little apprehensive, and I wouldn't be surprised, because, you know, Porg was so much bigger, you know, I think Thomas usually fights at middleweight, but decided to move up for a, a, you know, a late fight, and we get a little bit of a feeling out process at the start, uh, Porg, he throws a head kick, um, you know, Thomas, He's just a bit like, I don't want any more of those. So he shoots, right? Porg stuffs it, uh, lands some heavy shots. But, you know, Thomas is definitely game. They get back to the feet. Now, Porg, he shoots, gets a takedown, and he unleashes more big shots, more big shots. And then I think he gets into mount, And, no, 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 he doesn't get into mount, but he gets to the crucifix kind of um, position, and he drops, man, he's dropping some elbows, and there's some nasty, nasty friggin' elbows, right? And Thomas is just unable to extricate himself from the situation, even when he frees one arm, he's still taking damage. Still taking damage. And um like Pork, he lands an elbow, opens up Thomas, and he drops. I think, mean, probably one, two more before the referee jumps in and uh yeah, ends the misery. You know, so that was a nice, quick first-round finish for Zach Pork. So we stick with the uh, light heavyweight division right and so we have matt paul uh, going up against josh silvera so you know what i mean silvera is unbeaten 3 and 0 and um you know paul he's a black belt in jiu jitsu so you're thinking this is a good challenge for the fighter with um, that heavy Legacy on his shoulders, you know what I mean? So it's um definitely uh, an interesting fight to come into, right? So, straight out the gate, right, we get an exchange of kicks. Silvera initiates a, a clinch on the cage, but you know, Paul, he's able to um, extricate himself. And he continues to push forward, trying to apply that pressure, right? So um Silvera, he shoots, gets a takedown. and it's whew, you know what I mean? Wow man, he's busy, right? Busy. Oh, he's just trying to um you know you can see he's looking for that position, right? Um, he goes straight basically into side control, um, Paul, you know, as I said, look, he's a black belt, he, he understands the ground, he's 10th planet, right, no slouch for sure, so he's scrambling well, you know, trying to improve his situation, but he, he makes a couple of mistakes, a couple of mistakes, nothing crazy right nothing just insane yo Paul is defending well but it's these little just little slips you know that's enough for Silvera right so it it gives him the opportunity to grab Mount and um then allows him to uh, yeah to get that arm underneath the chin. Because he's in mount, and he, he sinks the arm into the chin as he transitions to, um you know, the back, right? And once he sinks that arm in, oh, man, it's tight. It's real tight. Paul has no real choice, so he has to tap. Has to tap. Yo, Josh Silvera, he looked very good, like, very good, you know what I mean, at at no point did he really look in trouble, he looked very comfortable, oh, man, the light heavyweight division is definitely on notice, so from there, we uh, go into the ladies strawweight division, and we have got Vanessa Grimes, uh going up against Tabitha Ritchie. And you know, Grimes hasn't got the best of records, but you know she, she's definitely been talking about her focus and she is ready. She looks ready for this one. She's going up against the unbeaten Tabitha Ritchie. So I mean it, it, it's an interesting uh it's an interesting matchup, you know? And I think straight out the gate, right? Grimes, you know she comes at Richie. You know she's throwing some shots, but Richie, she makes a ah, oh, just a great transition and hits that early takedown, right? Hits that takedown and a very fast in the um the transition to mountain right she's just oh uh, it's so fast and so slick right so she's hunting right she is really hunting for something she um grabs the arm and you're probably oh because they're very close to the cage and you think what's she gonna do she goes back Belly down, belly down, with the arm bar, and you know Grimes has to tap, has to tap. Ah, oh, Matt, you could see how frustrated she is. You know, because I mean, look, she came out looking to bring the pressure, and it, you know, she just overstepped, just overstepped, putting herself on, you know, just off balance, right? But you know, Richie had to hit the perfect takedown, and that's what she did. So yeah, it, you know, Grimes didn't make like you can't really look at it and be like, oh, she was terrible, right? Just again, simple little mistake, and boom. Richie capitalized and comes home with the uh, with the win. She's now four and oh, so yeah. Definitely a good look for her. So, man, we're just speeding through the fights, people. Speeding through the fights, and um, yeah, all all good predictions got these right. It's a good night for the chin check already. So we're going into a lightweight clash. We got Austin Clem against Dakota Bush. Now, this one is yeah there's some heat on this one, right, because um, Clem came in heavy, right, Clem came in heavy, so Bush is pissed, because supposedly, Bush had asked for a catchweight bout, because, you know, it was a short notice, you know, fight that was put together, so Bush asked for a catchweight, Clem flat out refused, flat out refused, so Bush, he makes weight, Clem misses, right, so, ah yeah, Dakota was, um, yo, he ain't pleased, right, he definitely is not pleased, and, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, we, we then see what happens when you piss someone off, right, (laughs) oh, my gosh, right, so, um, Yo Bush, comes out hot. Comes out hot. He throws a leg kick. He then you know what I mean. He comes with some fast shots, right? Clem he looks for the takedown, but Bush, man he he stuffs it and you know, grapples Clem to the fence. They separate. And Clem, he, he's looking to land, right? He's looking to land, but Bush is doing a fantastic job of slipping shots. You know, he's showing really good movement here, right? And, um, yeah, he he gets Clem on the cage again, right? So, um. At first, had to say It was looking like Bush was trying to get a takedown Right? That's what it seemed Looks like he, he's trying to get a takedown But No, he then decides To separate And as he they separate Bush hits a really nice Elbow He then comes with a free punch Combination And boom head kick, perfect head kick, that you can see Clem was not expecting at all, right, and Clem, he caught the kick flush, he is visibly rocked, visibly rocked, you can see that Bush, man, he sees the blood in the water, and right now, Dakota Bush is Jaws, right, he's the, (laughs) he's that shark, and he is hungry, right, so he's no way letting it, you know, Clem up, he comes in, uppercut, hooks, Clem goes down, and that's it, the ref, he jumps in, it is over, oh my gosh, and, um, yeah, To say uh, Bush is happy would be, uh, I'd say it's a little understatement, you know what I mean? I would say it's an understatement, da da damn, man, Dakota Bush came, oh, he came with a splash, and yo, cut a promo, yo, made his case, said that, um, you know what I mean, he's ready. He is ready for the UFC. And got to say. He looked phenomenal. Looked phenomenal right there. You know what I mean? So yeah. That was big. So next up. We've got a bantamweight clash. Between uh, Jessam Jemison um, Sudini. And uh, Richard Palencia. So both fighters have been out for two years, right? Both have been out for two years, so I think it's a it's a pretty fair kind of match up, really. You know what I mean? So it's to seeing if either have got any ring rust. Like, how are they both gonna cope coming back after um you know that big delay, right? So I think. Man, it, it looked like both, you know what I mean, were ready, right? They both come out and get into it right away. So, Palencia, he catches a uh, a kick from, um, you know, Sudini and kind of trip gets a trip takedown. As Sudini scrambles up, Palencia takes his back. You know, Soudini, he's able to um, extricate himself after a little while. But, you know, Palencia, he's, um, you know, he's really pressing the action with his jab. Right. Soudini, he hits some calf kicks. Right. Um, You know, uh, Palencia, you know, he hits his own. Right now, Sudini he comes in and Palencia catches him with a really nice overhand, right? Which puts uh, Sudini down, yo, know, for a you know, just quickly. He's he's back up pretty much straight away. And the crazy thing is, he, he's up and he hits his own takedown, right? So he hits his own takedown, but you know like Palencia, he can't hold it. And um yeah, Palencia, he's back up. So they're um in the clinch on the fence, exchanging knees. Ah. And you know, it's one of those situations, right? So Palencia, he hits a knee, which catches Soudini ah, uh, you know what I mean? In the uh, in the jewels. And um yeah, like, oh Sudini goes down hard, right? It's a little bit rough because it does look like Sudini kind of caught Palencia too, right? So you could see neither shots were um you know intentional, but because Sudini was down so long, I think the referee was just like, oh, I think that's gonna affect the fight, so he takes a point away from uh, Palencia. Which, ah, uh, you know what I mean? A little bit rough, but you you understand what the referee is thinking, right? So um, when the fight restarts, Palencia he comes, he lands some heavy shots, right? Heavy shots, as well as some leg kicks, right? So Sudini he um, you know he tried to end the round with a takedown, but. Palencia, you know, he he shows some really good balance, and he stops it, right, so I think in general, Palencia kind of had the edge in the first round, and because it's open scoring, you could see what happens, and the judges gave it to, well, they gave it as a draw, so it was a 9-9. From that point onwards, right, things seem to just shift, right, and like, Palencia contr- was able to control the fight with his jab and the kicks, pretty much. You know, it, it was like Sudini just, he he lost his rhythm, right? Lost his rhythm, and he's just not really able to land. You know, you can see he's trying to come forward, but every time he's just getting caught, right? It becomes a bit of a counter show, and um, Palencia, yeah, he's able to, you know, land, really, he had, he had Soudini's timing, and yeah, he's able to, uh, you know, land the shots, land the shots, and the kicks, and just keep the pressure, you know, so, in that third round, Soudini, you could see that he, he was trying to come forward, but he just couldn't, he, he he couldn't seem to, you know, just get back into that flow, which he had a bit of in that first round, you know. But to be fair, even his best moments in the first, Palencia still had the edge. So, uh, yeah, Palencia was able to... Um, you know, just do his thing, like, he didn't really kind of push it too much, he was very comfortable in that third, which, you know, is one of those things, but the fact that, you know, he'd been out for two years, it's hard to really kind of be like, ah, come on, man, you know, but it was a very measured victory, so um i'm sure he will want to get back in uh, asap and so yeah it'll be interesting to see um how he is next he's now 9 and 0 so uh, it, you know it's definitely a good look for him but it means we are now in the co main event of the evening now this is a lightweight clash and it's an interesting one right because we have jj onkovic who fights out of AKA, so those training partners, right, you are going to imagine that training room He's getting so much, you know, in the, in the terms of just knowledge, right, being able to pick up all, the, all, all, all those techniques and everything From, you know, the cats he's down with, so, you know, he comes in 7-1, and one, and on the flip, you've got Lucas Clay Lucas Clay six and one, right? So this is a very even fight, and yo, looking at like Clay's no no slouch at all. Plus, alright, we then find out he's got that uh, Muhammad Ali lineage, right? There, there's a, he's in that bloodline, so you're just like okay how is this one gonna go, because Ovovich is, you know, he's definitely the bigger fighter definitely the bigger fighter so uh, yeah, you're looking at it thinking hmm, this could very well be interesting and, um, you know Onkovic, he comes out firing right, comes out firing he's pushing forward trying to land those heavy shots but Clay, he has got this real funky movement, right? It's real interesting. So, even when Onkovic gets off uh, a couple of shots, right? Clay's movement means that Onkovic is never hitting him clean. And he's always hitting him at the, the peak of the punch, Right, so he's moving away from that power, right? So, um, yeah, it's, it's a good look for Clay, right? Now, it, this is continuing, right? And, um, yeah, where Onkovich is he's, he's throwing those heavy shots, right? Clay's like, hmm, okay, all right, I get that. Onkovic. He, um, he shoots, right? He shoots in at the leg, but Clay, well, it was a response to Clay hitting him with a spinning back fist, right? And so when Onkovic grabs the leg, Clay drops down, grabs the head, and you can see he's going for an anaconda, right? Now, Onkovic, he's able to pop his head out. And he attempts a DAS. But Clay, he is a really nice escape from the DAS attempt, right? And I'm when I say instantly, right? That's not even quick enough. Because he clay escapes, right, from this DAS. And in the transition, he's on Unkovich's back. It is insane how quickly and slickly he does this. Then he's, like, hunting for that rear naked, hunting for a rear naked at first. Then you can see that he's uh, trying to get an arm lock, and he's kind of going in between those two. At one point, that rear naked also looked very tight, and you, you think, oh, shit, is Onkovich tapping? Right, because his arm goes down, but then he comes back to fight, and he manages to get his head out. Now he he he's able to spin and reverse at the very end of the round, but yeah, can't get anything off. Right, so you you gotta look at that round, and you're thinking, man, Clay took that round. Okay, right. Okay, so second round. And Unkovic, he he, you know, he wants that back. He definitely wants it back. So he he's coming out, right? Coming out with strikes, goes for a knee, and um Clay takes him down. Clay takes him down, gets off some really nice elbows, right? Gets off some really nice elbows, goes for an anaconda, can't grab that, but, you know. It's all right, because he then jumps into side control, then he gets into mount, and, um, yo, Clay controls another round, you know, he's like, it's just, it's really nice display of groundwork, right, so, um, we're now in the third round, right, so, Clay, he hits a spinning back kick, uh, Okovic, you know, he's, uh, you know, he knows he needs something, he knows he needs to stop, right, so he's coming with some solid leg kicks, right, solid leg kicks, and one, whew, man, it just throws Clay's balance, sends him to the ground, but he's back up right away, and uh, yeah, you know, Clay's like, hmm, okay, so he shoots, but this time Onkovic is able to stuff it. Right, so you're like, okay Right Uh, So, you know, Clay, he lands a back kick He then grabs a takedown Right, grabs a takedown Onkovic, he manages to get back up But, you know, Clay, he's controlling the back for a while Controlling the back for a while Just stopping Onkovic from doing anything Which is fair Right, it's fair game. You know, Onkovic, he, he, you know, he complains to the ref, and the ref decides to uh, eventually split them up. So on the split, Onkovic, he lands a few um, a few shots, hands a few shots. Again, still nothing clean, nothing completely clean. And, um, you know, Clay's just got that m- movement. So he is able to avoid a lot of the damage here. Uh... But you could, you know, it's not the best place he wants to be. So he's able to hit another takedown, right? Hits another takedown. Onkovic, he manages to struggle up, but then Clay hits a real nice trip, takes him down. We rinse and repeat that a couple of times, right? Um, Now, the next time, Clay, he trips, lands straight into Mount which is just, who, very nice, right, straight into mount, and ends the round in a very dominant position, which is, you know, tremendous, right, because you're looking, you looked at this fight, first of all, and it just seemed that Onkovich might have slightly more experience, and the heavier shots, when you saw them together, you could see Ankovic looked definitely looked like the bigger dude, right? Looked like the bigger dude, but Clay, phenomenal performance. He wasn't happy with it, but yo, Clay put on a great performance tonight, people. So that takes us to the main event, right? It's a middleweight clash. Between Bruno Oliveira Who, um, remember people, we saw on the last episode of last year's um, Dana White's Contender Series He fought Carlos Uberg Um, Uberg was able to get the finish in the first But, you know, Oliveira has that experience now Has that experience And, you know, it's a, a recent fight so he's going up against Josh Friend Who's, uh, you know Finished his last two fights With stoppages And this Interestingly enough Is um the first half Of a four man Middleweight tournament Right, the next part Happens at LFA 100 And then the winners of both Will meet up For uh, the middleweight title You right, so all to play for people. Definitely all to play for. And uh yo, <laughs> we ain't messing, right? So they come out from man, he hits a he hits a solid leg kick, right? Oliver is like, oh, you you got leg kicks? Alright, cool. Bow, bow, bow. It's free three heavy head kicks and an overhand for good measure, right, from it, friend is like, all right, so he comes back with a couple of his own, and, um, he gets a, he shoots, he can't get it on the first, but, man, it's all about that second shot, right, and from that, friend gets a takedown, right, so, um, Olivera, you know, he's savvy, he's definitely savvy, he's got a black belt and all of that, so he's able to get back up, but friend lands a, a really nice shot on the break, right, so this is definitely heating up, definitely heating up, Oliveira, he's really looking to land a big shot, because, you know, before the fight, that's what he's talking, He's he feels he's got the better boxing, the heavier shots, and he can knock Josh Friend out. So he's looking for that big shot to, uh, you know, separate Friend from his consciousness, right? But uh, Friend ain't, you know, he, he's not looking to comply. So he hits a nice calf kick, Olivera. He hits his own, and tries for a head kick, but friend is able to get out of the way. Right, so um, man, there's a you know Oliveira. He's pushing forward. Friend, though, he does this nice um. You know, side step as Oliveira steps in, steps to the side. Boom! Nice body shot. Right, so. Olivera, he's really looking, really looking still for that big shot, and again, friend, sidestep, he lands a hook, doesn't dent Oliveira's confidence, he still feels he can come with that big knockout blow, so he pushes forward again, and again, friend, sidestep, boom, He hits a hook. Yo, this hook, though, oh, this one's a little different because this one is, yo, just a perfect connection. Oliveira, he's on the jiggly legs. He goes down. Friend follows him. One, two hammer fists. The referee jumps in. It is all over fight is done, it's also the fifth finish of the night, Josh Friend, he moves to the final of the middleweight tournament, god damn, you know what I mean, people, this is so fire, right, first round finishes, like, dominant performances, Yo, this card was the perfect way for LFA to, you know, stamp their card on the year. Make their mark, right? We ain't got a fight island, but we can put on fire fights. And um, people, as I said, look, I would not be surprised if uh, some of these fighters get a call up. Uh, if, if, you know, if anyone drops out, I could see Josh Friend getting that call. Right, like, he might not even be able to make that heavyweight final fight, right? Because, yeah, he might get that call. You know, Clay might get that call. Man, it was, you know, some great performances, some standout performances. You know what I mean? Tabitha Ritchie, Dakota Bush, Silvera. Man, people looked sensational. Plus, what a call-out team, man. You know what I mean? Like Sanko Jaban, yo, Rich, yo, this this was this was so good. And you know, LFA 79 takes place on the 12th of February. So uh, looking forward to that people. You know what I mean? Definitely looking forward to that one. Okay, people, so Saturday night saw the return of glory with their 77th event, this one was held, um, like December's at the Ahoy Arena in Rotterdam, had eight fights, eight big fights, right, and, um, you know, I think... There was some firsts on the card for sure. We you know, it was the first time a brother and sister competed on the same card. Um right, well, there was what oof, I think four, six champions fighting. It's crazy. And I'm not sure, but it might have been the first time a champion competed in the tournament. You know, there was um Man, there were some big, big wins. There was a couple of surprises. You know what I mean? I won't say robberies, but I did think, yeah, a little surprise. But we had some great fights, people. Some great and an insane moment, too. So, yes, Glory 77. Now, as I mentioned, there was a heavyweight tournament because, um, uh, well... Ben Sadiq, you know, he was, um, you know, he was meant to be uh, fighting Rico Verhoeven for the heavyweight championship. But he had to pull out due to back um, injuries. So, um, yeah, that's why you had a heavyweight tournament. And the night started off with one prelim fight, which was a reserve fight. For the heavyweight tournament. So this was. Martin Pakas. Against Mohammed Balali. And I would say. Right. This was probably. A a pretty even fight. Pretty even fight. Now. Balali was probably landing. The heavier shots. I'll give him that. But. A hackass was um I feel he was throwing more volume you know, he was always always coming with a combination that seemed to always start or end with a kick right and they might not have always been the heaviest kicks but they did help to keep range so um yeah, and I think everyone have you know, both fighters had their moments, right? There was a point where you thought, oh, Pahakas might be tired in the second. But, you know, he stuck in there, he came back. And then in the third, Balali, he started to look, he really did start to look tired. Now, as I said, look, Pahakas, he was always ending his um, combos with a kick, he was throwing a lot of head kicks. Nothing really landed clean until the third round. People, yeah, in the third round, probably uh, close to the end, right? But Akas he landed a clean head kick, hit Balali on the chin. Balali, he he was stunned. Visibly stunned He stumbles back And Pakas He uh, Hit a straight left Down the middle And it put Balali Through the ropes Fight was over But wins And now he serves As an alternate For the heavyweight Tournament Which um Yeah, definitely a big, 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 big look, right? There's there's been plenty of times in these glory tournaments where someone wins but took so much damage, you know, or picked up an injury and they can't make it through. So, um, yeah, Pahakas is now sitting, waiting. Right, so the main card starts off with a... um, Hmm, light heavyweight fight, I'm thinking. Right? Although <laughs> I will say, yeah, the, the, the weights are slightly different. You know what I mean the, the, the weight is slightly different, but yeah, I'd say it's a light heavyweight. And we've got um Dungi Abina against a uh, Luis Tara Tavares. So in the first round. Abina seemed to land a cleaner shot, right, I'd say he hit, oh, at least three, really nice to the chin, plus a couple of big knees to the chin as well, now, Tavares, he seemed to be a a bit frustrated, right, he landed on Abina, but (laughs) <laughs> a just man just ate everything. Right? He showed no pause, just no effect to anything Tavares just did. It was it was kind of crazy. Right? Um now in the second round, Tavares was getting off uh, you know, a lot more. Right, he he looked like he was doing better this this round, but again Abina still never phased by anything. Right? And Abina had I'd say he had the more fluidity in his movement, you know, and that was allowing yeah, allowing him to um you know have less tells in his attacks right, he's throwing kicks, but, boom, you know what I mean, there's no wind-up, it's just, bam, he's landed it, you know what I mean, the jab, bam, just whips out, you know, and that's really serving Abina very well in this fight, man, it really is, you know, it's close, but it does seem Abina might have the edge here, so in the third round, Like, Tavares, he comes out to attack, and um, he, uh, you know, he seems to uh, admire his work a bit too much, right? When he is landing, he's then just, you know, he's not following it up with a lot. He's not throwing a lot of combinations, you know, so, yeah, you know, him just pausing... It's allowing Abina to tag him, right? And Abina's just relentless, right? He he just hasn't seemed to slow. He he's throwing, you know, a, a varied attack, and he's landing very well. But right, this was the first of the surprises I would say because um. Yeah, Tavares got a unanimous decision I was a little surprised Ain't gonna lie Now, it definitely wasn't a robbery Right, it was a close fight But I just felt that um Abina had done more Right, he he had done more He, he was throwing more shots But uh, yeah, the judges... Gave it to um, Tavares, you know, and then they seem to have a big row, (laughs) a big row after the fight. Yeah, it was a little heated, but I don't know. I, you know, I'm assuming there was this isn't going to be the last time these two square up. So, next up, it was a super bantamweight fight, which. Yeah, it's a little confusing, yeah, yeah, I kind of feel that, yeah, it's a little confusing because they're 121 pounds, you know, so I don't know why that's bantam weight, yeah, I, I think that would be more of a, a, a super straw weight, but mm, I don't know, anyway, right, um, <laughs> yeah, we had right, we had um, Tiffany Van Sozet against Aline Pereira, the sister of Alex Pereira. And um this is like the interesting thing here was Aline's height. She was a lot taller than um Van Soot. Su- you know so, um, you wondered if, yeah, she was going to have the advantage here with the um, you know, with the reach and everything like that. So, uh, fight starts, and people have man gotta give it up, really. Gotta give it up, man, because this was a really interesting fight. Now, Pereira, you know, she's um, she you know, I mean, she's really trying to land that big knockout shot, you can see that from the giddy up, you know. But Van Sant, you know, she is mixing it up, mixing up really well. Chopping, you know, chopping Pereira's legs Which is such a smart thing to do You know, just really mess up that movement Like, Pereira, she, she lands She does land some shots But, Van Su, you know, she's uh, wearing it well And, right, she uh, As Pereira comes in she lands a spinning back fist, right, which which was definitely a good look, and you know she's uh, just throwing some really good combinations. So we go to the second round, and Van San is, man, she's just really doing a tremendous job of getting in and out, avoiding damage. You know, Pereira doesn't have the same movement this round. So those leg kicks have really been paying off. And uh, it seems that Pereira doesn't really mind. It seems that she's content to just try and land a rocket. That, that's what she seems to just be looking for. Right. Um, well, Van is just doing the better work. You know, she's landing cleaner shots. She's, you know, hitting some really good knees on the inside. And it did look like she may have hurt Pereira a couple of times in the round. So we go to the third. And again, Pereira, she, she's trying a bit more this round. But Van Sant is just pushing her back all the time. You know, she um Pereira lands some counters, but really this is about Van Sant. You know, she's uh, just man frustrating Pereira to landing just so many combinations and hurting Pereira to the body, right? She's throwing a lot of body kicks, body shots, and you can see that like ah uh, Pereira is just grimacing as those um are landing you know so we go into the fourth round Pereira you know she tried to um move forward at the start tried to move forward at the start come with some pressure but she just seems tired You you know, you can see it, she just seems fatigued, the the legs are just damaged, you know, she's winded with the body shots And after a minute, Van Sant just takes over, continues to push Pereira back Man, it's it's the Van Sant show, really, you know Uh yeah, and the body shots are continuing, and just clearly, clearly doing some big work for Van Sant, you know, she's just pouring it on, pouring it on, she's looking so impressive, so the third, the the fifth round, right, and man, you've got to give it up for uh, Van Sant, because she's clearly winning the fight, clearly, but she's not playing it safe here, you know, she's not looking to stick on the outside, and just throw out some jabs and kicks, no, she is really just taking it to Pereira, right, and Pereira, you can see she's still got some big shots, right, her movement is really, like, uh, you know, her, her her movement is restricted. Definitely restricted. But she's still got some power. But Van San is avoiding the heavy shots. She's coming in and just a relentless onpour. That's what this is. It's um yeah, a fantastic performance. Fantastic performance and you know. She gets the unanimous decision. So, yeah. Oh, a very good title defense from, um, you know, the time bomb. Right. So, now we get to start the heavyweight tournament. All right. And, who, have to say, this fight, Rico Hobson against Hedsey Gerges, this has been brewing. Really has. So... It seemed to start at, uh, you know, collision course 2 You know, Hedsy is, like, shouting stuff at Rico At press conferences and stuff like that You know, is just telling Rico to go fuck himself all the time It is heated So, uh, yeah, it's really interesting to see What was going to happen here And you know, I think everyone knows Hedsey as a pressure fighter, right? That's um that seems to be the thing, but no, right? Yeah. They like Rico he doesn't do what he did against Badahari here. He's not rushing in recklessly, but he 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 puts all the pressure on Hedzi. All the pressure on Hedsey, man. He's pushing him forward, keeping Headsea on the back foot. And just attacking. Right? Attacking. Man, it's just leg kicks, body shots, head shots. Rico is really coming with some heavy shit here. Now, Hedsey does fire back right, but, yeah, it doesn't seem, you know, as effective, you know, he's not stopping Rico, you know, Rico is still moving forward, and that's basically how this fight goes, Headseed is just on the back foot, Rico, he's pushing forward, landing shots, sidestepping, attacking the body, kicks, everything. And uh, yeah, Rico comes away with a unanimous decision. So um, you know, although it went the full three, you wouldn't say that Rico had to really exert himself here. You know, um. So then the next fight, right? We've got Levi Writers against Tarek. Kabazes, and, God, damn, <laughs> God, damn, this fight is insane, right, so, you know, Kabazes' nickname is, uh, the tank, and Writers' is the doctor, and they definitely live up to those nicknames, right, because, oh, man, like, uh, Reuters, he's man, he's just throwing these nasty jump knees that whoo, man just connect with Kabazi's chin. Right? Like, just connect with that chin. But you can see why Kabasi is called the tank. Because he eats those shots to the chin and comes Back with bombs to the body, it, it's just, you know, relentless, it is so crazy, right, they, they, you know, they both had their moments in that first round, right, now, I'm thinking Kabazi may have it with the pressure, right, but, man, it's just back and forth, so second round, right, Reuters, Opens up with a spinning back fist. You know, Kibazzi goes to the body again. Then Reuters jump knee to the chin. Right? They they're, they're just not leaving anything. It's it's all going at it. Is it, it's crazy. I mean you just want to go, guys, it's a tournament. Remember there's another fucking fight Right (laughs) Oh my gosh And it's just Insane Now there is a point In the second round where Reuters He visibly See him just sucking in the air He just Takes a moment and takes a Huge gulp of air And you think Oh it might be done right, might be done, because Kabazi just, he comes with it, he's throwing body shots, it's crazy, but Reuters sticks, man, he sticks to his guns, man, he holds on, makes it through the round, so the third round, third round was a war, third round was a fucking war, right, it's It's baffling how neither of them went down, right, because both landed huge shots, both, uh, you know, holding their hips, sucking air numerous times during the fight, right, you see, there's there's points where they just look at each other like, oh, god damn it, alright, let's go, you know what I mean, it's crazy right the head kicks that have landed from Reuters and then you know right like kabazi going to the body it's just ferocious frigging ferocious people so um kabazi gets the majority decision you know 2 to 1 um which yes i would say is fair I would say it's fair, but this fight is not conducive to a tournament. Right? You did like in the interview, Kabazi is just blowing. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes against the Hobson, Right, so um then we've got the World await fight, right? So it's Merfle Grunhart who's the interim champion against Cedric Dumbay, who is, you know, the, uh, the actual champion, right? And there is no, <laughs> there is no, you mean, niceness in this fight. These two do not get on. Like, Dumbe comes to the fucking ring with a t-shirt that says, Pray for (laughs) Murphy. It's just like, god damn it, man. God damn it. And, uh, yeah, this fight starts how you... I mean, they've already fought. I think this is their third meeting. It might be the second, but they fought before. So, yeah, there is no... Feeling out process, people There is none They just get to the centre And it's throwing Now Say it's throwing, but this is Not your just Mindless brawl, because they're Looking for those openings They have precision in these shots Man, so um, You know, Grunhart He's coming with Kicks at the start, right But then Dumbay Ooh, slick combinations right slick combinations and body shots seem to be doing oh, doing a nice bit of work right crazy thing is they are both both slipping all over the place right so you know because of covid the ring gets cleaned after every fight and uh yeah I don't know if they dried it properly, because everywhere, even the ref is slipping, right? And you're thinking, this could go horribly wrong for someone. Because I remember, I think it was the second fight between Chuck and Randy. And Randy s- slips, and then Chuck lands that friggin' overhand that puts him away. So you're thinking, all right, we've seen it before. <laughs> like with with this being so fucking messy, that shit could happen. Right, but uh, you know, good first round. I'd probably say that Doom Bay just took it. So we go to the second round, and God damn, this was this was a crazy one. Right, you after the first, you you kind of thought this is not going all three right like, this is definitely not going all free and uh yeah it did not people did not right we had some great exchanges then wow oh, man dumbe just put you know goonhart down with a sweet right hand Whew. man he like just off a combination he went body then the right over the top and yeah goonhart goes down Right, so, when, um, you know, when he's back up, Doombay, man, he comes with a really good left, and then follows it with another sweet combination. Right, Goombay, sorry, Grunhart, even, he comes back with some shots, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, this isn't one-way traffic, people. Grunhart, he comes back with some shots, but the movement of Doombay, oh my gosh. It's like he's really in the zone at this moment, and it's just slick as hell, right? There is, well, we lead into this sequence where Gunnar is throwing at Doombey. just throwing some hammers, and Doombay slips every fucking shot. Every fucking shot. Sure. So then they get into the ropes, and Grunhart, you can see he's like, okay, he can't back up, his movement is compromised. Jump knee. So he jumps with a knee. Dunhart just sidesteps. Grunhart goes over the fucking top rope. Over the top rope, slams down on his back. You're just like, and he visibly grabs his back. He's like, oh, you are like, oh, shit, is this done? Is this fight over? That's insane, right? And you're thinking, how the fuck is there no padding, right? Because it's not the first time someone's, you know, a lot of times you see people go through the ropes, right? Like Balali did in the prelim fight, but I don't. I've never seen someone go over the top like Grunhart did, but padding on the outside. People, come the fuck on. Luckily, you know he's able to get back up though. He he's able to get back up and get back in the ring. They give him. I mean, the ref's <laughs> like, oh, you got twenty seconds. You are thinking, good damn, okay, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, I would have thought it'd be like a nut shot, and you'd at least get five minutes because, I mean, that was just messy, messy man. But um, no, he he's back in, and um, the fight goes on. So, Doombe goes to the body, and then uh, then the head, gets Grunhar in the corner. And whips up a right overhand that closes the show, people. Oh, my God. Man, doom, like, Goonhart goes down. Oh, he goes down just limp. Limp. Now, he does get back up, which, man, you got to give it to him for getting back up. But, like, he, he he's up. Basically, just before ten, and the ref looks at him and he's just like, "Yeah, you, you know." And that was a good look because he could not fight on. I mean, Doombe just answers it, man. You know, like he was saying, "I'm gonna knock him out," and that's what he goddamn did. That's what he goddamn did, people. So, uh, yeah, that. Leads us to the co-main event, which is a light heavyweight championship fight. So, we've got Alex Pereira, yeah, Aline's brother. Now, he is currently the welterweight, sorry, the middleweight champion. And also, he's the interim light heavyweight champion. Right, and so he's going up against D champion Artem Valatov, and uh, yes, this was an interesting fight. This was an interesting fight, right? So, in the first round, like Valatov, he comes with a you know a heavy leg kick, um, which man. You, you think it's going to, uh, you know, take uh, Pereira's legs out. Right? It, it kind of buckles him a bit, right? He landed then two more of those, right? And you're thinking, okay, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Pereira's just buckling on the kicks, man. But Pereira comes back with, um, you know, plenty of his own. Right, so yeah, they they they're really going at it a bit. I think the big difference in the first round, though, is um, you know the hands. Right, so Volatov, he's um, not really throwing a lot of punches. It's mainly big kicks, right? But Pereira, he's uncorked some bombs, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know he I mean? there's just no wind up. He's just like pow, pow, and the power. You're just like whoo. Okay, so round two, and Pereira started, you know, real strong. Yo, know, several jump knees up the middle, and a head kick. You know what I mean, really just whoo, good shots, people. Good shots, Valatov. Though he comes back strong, you know, halfway through, man, and he is now he's pushing forward with all the pressure. He's hitting some big head shots. It's um yeah, a bit of a turnaround, right? So third round, Valatov again. He's man, he's in a little flow state. It would seem right, because he is coming with the forward pressure, he's got variety of kicks, you know, solid headshots, Pereira, you know, he's helped, he's definitely slowed, right, definitely slowed, but he's still landing some big shots, so now, fourth round, right, and this one was um, pretty, yeah, I'd say it, 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 it. I don't know. Pereira he he comes with two jump knees, right? But Pereira he's um man, he he lands two horrendous rights and then two huge lefts. The man, you just think how the fuck did Pereira not go down with those shots, right, so, fifth round, right, It's all to play for, and, um, yeah, I don't know, man, Pereira, he just opens up with some heavy leg kicks, Pereira responds with a jab, and then a quick, you know, snapping, one-two, Pereira, though, He's, um, you know, body shots, big right, big left, big right, right, Pereira, he gets up from a um, fr- a trip with a jump knee, but you gotta say, Ver- Ver- I keep saying Vereira it's Valatov even, he's, uh, yeah, he he's coming with the forward pressure, now, what Really, really friggin' shocked me here, though, people. Pereira gets the, um, he gets the win, right? It's a split decision. But, yeah, Alex Pereira is now the undisputed light heavyweight champion and the middleweight champion, which, uh, yeah, a bit of a surprise. Ain't gonna lie. Bit of a surprise. And um he says he wants to fight Rico Verhoeven. That's what he says. Which, I mean, I didn't think he won that fight. In all honesty. So, I don't know if he wants to step up to heavyweight and fight Rico. That just seems a little bit cray to me. Uh, yeah. But, now we have... The tournament finale. Rico Verhoeven against Tarek Khabiz. And, um, man, I think this fight goes how you'd expect, right? Because after the war Khabiz was in, you know, there's one way he can win. And that's what he tries, man. So, he, he you know, he's trying to attack that body. Right, he's coming, real guns blazing to the body. But for Hobson, it's that, you know, those heavy hands that he's got, those heavy kicks, and it's the reach. He's man, he's just powering out that one-two. He's hitting kicks to the head, kicks to the arms, kicks to the body, kicks to the leg. And the kicks to the leg is, Something, right, so Yeah, but, you know, Khabib, he's Attacking a body, but Robeson, he's sidestepping Then he's just, you know Landing some knees And towards the end of the round He hits Two Huge leg kicks Both put Khabib's down Which I it's the weirdest thing, because They don't get called as knockdowns But, um You know the the way the kicks land, ugh, horrible, and you kind of like and you just see because Kevi's that's the thing. There's no masking what he's feeling, and he's just looking like, right. So you're just like, fuck. I don't know how many more of those he can take, right. And um, yeah, the answer is none. Because he has to retire in the corner Has to retire in his corner Can't come out for a second round For Hovson, He wins the tournament Boom And you know what I like the fact that he didn't come out Right Because there is no point He'd already been in a war He's getting fucked up You know So him coming out fighting two more rounds if he made it to two, you know, that that that's just head damage, head trauma, you know. Or he's getting knocked out, which, yeah, just even more, head trauma. So I think it was extremely good on Kabiz and his corner for making that decision. So, yeah, Glory 77 had some tremendous fights, people. It really did. Gotta say, though so much dead fucking air, so much dead air on the pay-per-view, I'm like, whew, I don't know if it was just the feed I'm watching, maybe some of the others, there was more like conversation and talk and stuff, but the one I had, it is basically dead air, basically dead air, which, not good, really not Good had nothing on like a, a UFC pay per view or any of the other pay per views really yeah it's a little disappointed in the um production quality ain't gonna lie but the fights made up for it fights made up for it we were very good very good so um yeah that people ends the week of fights. Okay, people, as we draw to a close on another episode, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of MMA news and announcements. So, um, it's not the best time for the Azatar brothers, right? So, Otman... He gets his walking papers, um, you know, just the other day. So he gets kicked out of Fight Island. His brother, Abu, has just been handed a seven-month suspension by Yasada as he tested four times for Tamazine, Tamofen, right now. He applied for a retroactive um, Exemption Which You know Come on motherfucker Obviously that was denied But because um, He did have the doctor's Information and all of that Instead of a 12 month He gets a 7 month Suspension As it's his first time um, Now Poor old Andre Yule He's no longer fighting on Saturday He um, he tested positive for COVID But then came back with two negative tests But it is the um, UFC protocol For someone to quarantine for 10 days uh, So yeah, he won't be able to make his fight With Cody Stamen Now no word on an alternative opponent But it is Monday So, um, yeah, we will um, have to wait and see uh, To see if someone can be rustled up for statement So he stays on the card Also for Saturday Alex De Silva is out due to a knee injury So, um Yeah, now Devontae Smith will be fighting Justin James uh, on that event. So we still get a good fight, people. Alright, now this one, man, this must be a late addition because I have not seen this. But at UFC 258 on the 13th of February, Jim Miller, Bobby Green, What? Yeah, you know I mean the vets get it on. God damn, that's a fire friggin' fight. And um, yo, this was teased the other day because a management company were wishing her a happy birthday, but Jessica Penne is. People, she returns At UFC 260 on the 27th Of March, she will be Fighting Hannah Goldie On that event God damn man, so good to see Um, Penny back And um, people That's it, we are done Those are um, all the announcements For this week We will see you again on Wednesday Where we break down the weekend's events. Alright. Peace.